0: what's up guys this is the fancy daydreamers and we are back for another week of great advice
1: What's up? What's good? It's your boy, Big Gang, your host, JJ, and this is the Fantasy Daydreamers Podcast. With me, I got Ryan. What's
0: up, guys? You know, the Twitter, R O K K O Daydreamer.
2: And Keone is here today. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of this thing that you're listening to. And we thank you for that. And you can follow me and listen to hear more of my typing on the Twitter at Daydreamer Keone on Twitter.
1: Daydreamer Keone. You guys can follow me at JJ Daydreamers over on the the Twitter sphere. Week three in the books. We got it. So uh, we got week three recap here on the podcast today and then we have our waiver wire ads we also have some news so let's get into the news on Thursday night Panthers running back Christian McCaffrey injured his hamstring he is expected to miss a few weeks but they are not expecting to put him on IR this is just rough Best running Deja back vu. in the league. Yeah, uh,
2: we've seen this before. I swear.
1: Yeah. And if you had, if you had the number one pick this year in your fantasy draft, our hearts go out to you because it was an obvious smash pick of Chris McCaffrey, but he's he's injured. So, mm.
0: but he's not going on the IR. So that's really positive. Yep, this is positive.
1: Yeah, he's if able you, to walk
0: around and stuff. It wasn't like he yes. had helped off the field.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Um if you can, are you guys adding Chuba
2: Hubbard? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um we'll I'm sure we'll get into that later. Yeah, in,
1: in the waiver wire section. All right. The Dolphins, uh they did place uh quarterback Tua Tungavailoa on IR, so he could be back by week six at the earliest. Rough for them. Jacoby Purset came in, played this week. He'll be uh the guy up for the next few weeks now.
2: He uh didn't look terrible, Jacoby Purset. Like he uh he I, he did, I think, enough, and then it was just kind of came down to play calling in overtime, I think. But uh, you know, they got they pushed he pushed it to overtime, so good yeah. for him.
0: I can't tell you anything about this game. Suck <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> All right. Now, when the games.
1: Like, games. <laughs> Not <laughs> when the games I wanted to watch. It was a good one. It was a good one. Good. <laughs> Go back and watch it. Running back for the Patriots, James White, suffered a hip subluxation and is out indefinitely. <sighs> it's rough, huh? mm-hmm. but Damian Harris is there still. So that's that's your guy in New England. Ravens kicker, Justin Tucker, hit an NFL record. 66 yard field goal so shouts out to him just crazy kick got that yeah got the shooters touch in there
2: because it hit off the crossbar and rolled in shout out to aaron as well who absolutely loves kickers
1: kickers so. matter hashtag <laughs> the hashtag after i like yeah it. yeah yeah. i need to know i want <laughs> you to know matter. kickers hashtag.
0: kickers matter they are the very beginning and then you have to put the hashtag. That's that's how I know you know it's real.
2: There you go. Start a revolution.
1: Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver Juju Smith-Schuster suffered a rib injury and is considered day-to-day. Deontay Johnson was out, didn't play this week. I mean, the Steelers look to be banged up. Their offense does not look great.
2: Big Ben has just like a
1: noodle arm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but Najee Harris looks
1: great. 19 Najee targets, Harris. baby. <laughs> he's gonna get all of them. He's gonna be he's gonna get every target by the end of the season. KJ Handler, wide receiver for the Denver Broncos, tore his ACL on Sunday and is done for the season. Rough, rough for him. But good for Tim Patrick and Cortland
0: Sun. Yeah. You see my face right now? That is a look of surprise. I did not
1: know this So right now. That's your real reaction. Yeah,
0: this is I'm horrible. This is horrible.
1: Yeah. No. The best rookie, didn't make. <laughs> rookie Jets wide receiver Elijah Moore has a concussion. So, he'll be in concussion protocol. We'll see how long it takes him to get out of that if he can uh, get back in active for this week. Dan Arnold, tight end was traded to the Jaguars for a tw- for a 2021st round pick uh CJ Henderson, he's a cornerback. So they had JC Horn. Well, Ryan is clapping for some reason. You gotta out get close to the mic. For,
0: for absolutely stealing this. I'm sorry, I'll let you finish, but
1: they, Panthers. They uh lost JC Horn, their their number one draft pick this season to injury. He he's gonna miss the rest of the season. So they went out and got CJ Henderson for Dan Arnold. Brian, <laughs> you are impressed. I mean, I like the postman, too, bro,
0: but sweet baby Jesus, Dan yeah. Arnold's not that good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wait, so, okay, so then, because he was with the Carolina Panthers, right? Yes. Yeah. So, who is their tight end now? Ian
0: Thomas, Ian Thomas. baby. back in. Okay, good. okay. Yeah. Good for him, That's, I guess. Maybe some right. tremble. He scored the Russian touchdown.
2: True. Mm-hmm.
1: And then our last bit of news here, wide receiver Josh Gordon was reinstated by the NFL and signed to the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll see if he's uh, good enough to go in football shape and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Is he worth a stash on your fantasy team? um. When
0: does he get suspended again? Tell me that, and I'll let you know if he's a stash or not.
1: <laughs> you got to let me know. Without, you got to let me know. Is he worth the stash? I don't think so. I think that's, no. A, a, no, that's a no from all of us. Then. This no, guy no, has no. played with
0: Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, uh, and now Patrick Holmes, So Somehow he will get suspended again. It just happens to him.
1: I don't, he will never grow up. But don't no, put this, this guy on your team.
2: This time different. I swear. It'll be different this time.
1: He's going to score a touchdown at some point, though. He's um, going to get in the end zone.
0: There.
1: All right, that'll do it for the news today. Let's move up to our week three recap. So, what are two takeaways you guys had from this week's slate of games, Ryan? You want to go first?
0: Yeah. Okay. Matthew Stafford is going to win MVP. I am now on the hype train. Los that Angeles Rams. Great. Los Angeles Rams are going to be Super Bowl. I don't know if they're going to win it. And the real takeaway here is that Cooper Cup will break Randy Moss's record for touchdowns in a season. Uh, right now, I just want to show you guys the, the like the next six weeks of who they're going against. It's it's a crazy schedule: the Cardinals, the Seahawks, the Giants, the Lions, the Texans, the Titans. Cooper Cup, I I'm I, if he does not get hurt, we'll score a touchdown in each one of these games. There might be some of these might be blowouts, but they're going to he's going to score a touchdown each one of those games. He's going to break this record. Mm. I, I he's not he's on pace for 28 touchdowns. He's not even 28. <laughs> I get that,
1: yeah,
0: but he's he, I, he's gonna get 24, 25. Robert Woods is not it's not the guy in the red zone. Cooper Cup is just dominating this. Uh, Deshaun Jackson's only there for deep balls. He'd be had a breakout game, but man, Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup, this is this is bringing on some Tom Brady, Randy Moss vibes right now
2: yeah so yeah um you you mentioned those six games i mean we're the fantasy day drummers and we talk about being in the clouds a lot my goodness that is a that is like the cushion cushiest of pillows just have your to lay your head on to to sleep and dream all day
0: you're talking about you think the, the cardinals and the seahawks could be high scoring the giants defense sucks lions suck Sorry, Lion fans.
1: Texans were in there somewhere. <laughs> Texans, Texans suck. But... play hard, though. But... I mean, the
0: Lions and the Texans both yeah, play hard. Yeah, they still they... suck, though. And yeah, then yeah. the Titans are not that good of a defense.
1: Yeah. yeah, I agree. Interesting. What is your second takeaway?
0: Oh, my second one is going to be um, some running backs by committee uh, that I was looking at over the weekend. And one I was looking over specifically is deandre swift and jamal williams uh i think you got to start both of them every week tony pollard zeke i think you start both of them every week and obviously nick chubb and creep hunt mm. and uh, i think another one that i was i was also looking at was this um Devin singletary and zach moss situation that's happening in buffalo and i know you can't i, I don't know if you can start one and uh, it's either or, and I don't know if you feel confident starting to either or or either one, but both of them have had good games now
1: mm-hmm.
0: in this three week session that we weren't actually like we weren't expecting, and so that's a running back like kimmy I'm looking at as well to see if I can steal one. It was also James White and Damien Harris, but if James White's gonna be out like that, then you got to figure out who's gonna be Harris's other running back, which maybe Ronde Stevenson, but. Neither one are good at passing or catch, uh, pass catching. So yeah, those are the main things.
1: So, just running back by committees and Cut breaking record. Don't sleep on JJ Taylor there in uh, New England. No, sleep, do I don't sleep on. I don't, don't sleep on any
0: Patriots running back.
1: <laughs> I feel you. Br- I
0: mean, Brandon Bowling got touches this week. Uh, I thought that guy retired.
1: I know, <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> I didn't even see he was on the
1: roster. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Keone, what are your uh, two takeaways from week so, three?
2: My first takeaway, and unfortunately for them, uh, the Washington football team defense is not good. Like, n- like not even to the, especially to the point where they were. You probably may have even drafted them as your first defense or one of the first five defenses in the league. They're just not a good defense, though. So I feel a little bad if you, especially if drafted them there, but also just drafted them in general because they are bad like just straight up bad they've allowed the second most yards with 1296 that's total yards both um receiving and on the ground they only have two takeaways so far which is second is tied for second worst and they have the highest percentage allowed for opponent scoring so with their opponents they they have scored on 59% of their or 59.4% of their drives so basically every more than half the time if the an, an opponent is going against them they're going to score in some way so that's basically kind of inexcusable and there's no like that's not bend no break that's just absolutely crumble like then you know that's the thanos blip of just being uh, deteriorating into little particles on defense and then on, in other words in the uh, in other parts of the game they are in the bottom 10 of both penalties and penalty yards so it's not like they're they're making mistakes as well. And then they face some tough offenses. They face Kansas city, green Bay, Tampa Bay, Las Vegas moving forward, not necessarily in that order, but that's just, those are the, t- some of the teams they play. And so what was once thought was a great defense going into the year is one of the worst. I think
0: I have a, I have a question for you, Keone, sure. would you drop the Washington defense? Cause I actually have Washington. and i thought about dropping them, but mm-hmm. they do play the Falcons and the saints next. Are you going to keep them and try to roll it out, maybe? Because, I mean, you're right, over 300 total yards for quarterbacks each way, each of these games.
2: Um, I, I feel a little less scared about the Falcons than I do the Saints because I think the Saints actually are a decent team. And then, you know, week two, they did really, really bad. But I think it's because they didn't have, like, half their their coaching staff. So, I mean, if I think that's why they didn't do good in that game. Um, and so, you, you know, you can't play without a coaching staff. So I think I don't know. Roll them is out it? there one more week. One more, Just, yeah, take your I'd minus ten. Yeah, you see Ugh. how they
1: do against the Falcons. And if they don't look good against the Falcons, then you got to move on. This mm-hmm. is why we told you guys draft your draft your defenses last pick. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Yeah, yeah. There's You're probably gonna end up streaming one anyway. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, and then uh, and my second, second one. Yeah. My second takeaway, and we kind of, we talked about this before um, in the the live stream. And so that's um, where a lot of the context for this is, but don't be afraid to replace or move some of your starters. And this is specifically kind of geared towards some of the receivers a la like Anthony Miller or AJ Brown or, you know, people of that, Kind of like that, whether you may have drafted them really high, like maybe they're your first wide receiver, your you second wide receiver. Drafted
1: Anthony Miller. No, yeah. who do you mean? I'm sorry, you mean Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson. I'm sorry, <laughs> Alan Robinson. Dude, I was like,
0: well, Keone, invite me I... to that league, baby. That's <laughs> yeah. all
2: I need to know. I'll take more wins. <laughs> I apologize, Alan Robinson, AJ Brown, because they're just kind of not getting the job done. And I know AJ Brown got hurt this week, so that's that's tough. It gives him, but even then, before that, he wasn't really like. Dude, that team wasn't very productive and I know they had a great week too, but Derrick Henry, um, Derek Henry has been kind of the guy they've been going to a lot. And it seems like his, his like work order got called up early, you know, cause it's, it's before like December and November, and he's already getting a lot of the work. And then uh, Julio Jones is, you know, kind of hit or miss as well. But uh, also Alan Robinson is just like, he's, that team is not good, and it's not necessarily Adam Ron- Alan Robinson's fault. So he is a good player, but that just that team is not good right now. And until proven otherwise, I don't know if I can trust him to get a lot of points because of the system he's in. And then, like in terms of like running backs, you might you think I'll think of like Ronald Jones, and I don't know if you drafted him super high, but uh, he could have been your flex play or maybe a, a running back two potentially. Um, but they're just mm-hmm. not getting rub it in
0: keony rub it in ronald jones i'm rub just
2: i'm sorry but th- both him yeah. and leonard fournette are doing nothing they have zero scores and uh giovanni bernard without the mustache you know allows him to be more streamlined <laughs> and he so he got the majority of the snap count this past week and so i think just be don't be fixated on you know your guys if they're not doing well so you know the saying start your studs but if your studs aren't performing you know don't stick with them don't start to find new studs exactly
1: so this kind of goes into my first takeaway which is we've hit the three week mark Brian, what was Keone saying one dot is
0: a point two is a line and three is a triangle. No, I'm just kidding. Data. <laughs> Whatever it was.
2: <laughs> three is a trend.
0: Ah, a trend. that's what it was. I
1: knew yeah. it started with a T. We are three weeks in. We know we have a much better idea, I'll say, of who those studs are. Just because you drafted someone high does not mean they are a stud this year. We know Cooper Cup, this guy is a stud this year in fantasy. Mike Williams, you can play him every single week. He scores touchdowns. He's getting targets this year. Kyler Murray, QB1. Maybe. Uh Derrick Henry, he leads the running backs in rushing yards and touchdowns. And it's not even December. Jamar Chase, this man scores touchdowns, deep balls from Joe Burrow. We know who what players are now. We have a much better idea. So if if your studs are not being studs, it's you can move on from them. We know who the studs are
2: now. Yeah. And um, like I, I was I was going to give some examples to kind of help, you know, like I gave a problem and I didn't give a solution. So mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, Mike Williams, Jamar Chase um, are some guys that we've seen. It's like, yeah, they play them every week until proven otherwise, but play them every week for right now. And then even Marquise Brown, if he can catch the fucking ball, but
0: <laughs> I know I shot uh, you out on the next last pod, bro. And you do it to me like that. Bro. Oh yeah. my God. Two of them. Um,
1: almost. Were they back to back or almost back to back? No, he,
0: the same drive. It, he had three cause he dropped one earlier mm-hmm. and yeah. then he dropped two on plays, back to back plays. I think yeah.
2: Or it was the same drive, two in the same yeah. drive and then one from earlier. It's and that was Touchdowns. Oh, man. All of them are touchdowns. Easy, touchdowns, if he easy
0: touchdowns bruh. Yeah. Like walking into the end zone. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. But regardless, yes, there are people there that you can replace people with. Yep, absolutely. there.
1: Yeah. Mike Williams is great one. Jamar Chase. Would you guys be trading Allen Robinson for Jamar Chase? The guy who has Jamar Chase is not giving him up, though. So never mind. No, no, That's I, a terrible I, question. I don't think so. i think. I'm sorry about that. I think... <laughs>
0: The bigger question is, and I keep thinking in my head, Chase Claypool or... or Allen Robinson? Allen Robinson. No, That's would... the idea I keep getting in my head.
1: I'm I'm sticking with Allen Robinson.
0: Yeah. They are Chase Claypool?
1: Ben. Yeah, exactly. That Steelers offense is struggling. And Big so... Ben's
0: only throwing deep balls to Chase Claypool, but it's only it's... to Chase Claypool. Yeah. Like, they got, I think they got the roll
1: down. Yeah, Allen Robinson is still going to have over 100 targets and so I'd, I'd take my chances with getting more targets and he's the better wide receiver so um, my second takeaway is football is any given Sunday it is crazy you never know what's going to happen like we saw a lot of good games this week the Chargers beat the Chiefs with the last minute crazy touchdown uh doing Chargers things but they won Jacksonville looked like they were going to beat the Cardinals until halftime but they did have that 109-yard field goal returned for a touchdown, which was really cool. And then the Ravens did win on that last second field goal, 66 yards by Justin Tucker. It was crazy, crazy to watch that one. Green Bay looked really good. Aaron Rodgers looked good. So, And then we had a not-as-good not game Monday night. Sorry, hey, right? hey, you know, guys, we don't even
0: got to talk about this, bro. It's
1: all right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Don't worry. Don't worry, guys. <laughs> So, yeah, football is any given Sunday and fantasy, any given Sunday. I mean, we're all just out here making predictions, but.
2: We're, we're sorry about Russell Wilson <laughs> and, versus, and versus Tom Brady. Yeah. Just, you know, we you yeah. play the
1: odds. Yep, exactly. Sorry about that. But you win some, you lose some. All right, let's move on to our loves from this week. Ryan, what was one thing that you loved?
2: I was
0: gonna. I actually saved the spot for when the Eagles won. I was gonna go on a <laughs> big rant here, and now, and now I'm flabbergasted. Uh, actually, I loved the game last night. Uh, George Kittle actually getting touches, it was great. I was excited for that, uh, because I like I'm a big fan of George Kittle. Um, but can we talk about Devontae Adams? That man is an absolute monster, and I dra- I was actually took. Tux- <laughs> Like, I know we already have had a
1: concussion. or yeah, Well, I mean, okay, <laughs>
0: that's all debatable. Hey, <laughs> yeah, bro, I, 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 maybe I, he, maybe he's undertaker, bro. I don't know. <laughs> I saw that man. eyes roll back to the back of his head and he
1: came out four <laughs>
0: catches in a row.
1: That game last that night running? to
0: have timeout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I need to get back in this game. No,
0: the coast, they called timeout Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers saw him in the corner of his eye, ready to go. He's, Mm mm, <laughs> fuck MBS, fuck that guy, right there. Oh man, uh, no, they had that game last night. Uh, Aaron Rodgers showed out. I liked, I liked Aaron Jones in that game. He showed out. Devontae Adams, Jimmy G, I thought played all right. Not bad. Trey that Lance last got drive was good. Field. Yeah, Trey Lance got in the field. Kyle Usechek, the best running back in San Francisco, he showed out. Uh, and then. I just, it's just a fun game. It was.
1: It was a lot of fun.
0: I'm not going to lie. This space was reserved for when I a five minute <laughs> Eagles rant. So, all
2: right, Keone, what was one thing that you loved? So, this is uh, sort of piggybacking or just encapsulates um, part of uh, what Ryan's point and then something that you said earlier. My love is last second field goals. I think it just makes the game more interesting. Um, and we had four of them this week. Um, so there was the Falcons against the Giants. Love to see the Giants lose on a last-second field goal. Two weeks in a row, in fact. Um, the Raiders um, got a a last-second field goal in overtime. So I mean, regardless of how you feel about the Raiders, I think Miami should have played differently in overtime. But that's all right. Um, get the Packers, you know, Mason Crosby clutch kicked it uh kicked it in the uh, end zone or kicked it fifty-one blast. yards. Yeah, kicked it. And Aaron Rodgers looked like a kid, like, oh, my goodness. He just got a present on Christmas. And How then, of course, be romantic about football.
1: That is a great line by Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. yeah
2: Soundbite for, you know, when they're in the Super Bowl or I don't know. Oh my gosh, um, yeah. Uh And then, of course, the Ravens. I mean, uh Justin Tucker, like Hall of Fame, just at, like he's just like put me in there please like i can get the job done and he's making his case definitely for the hall of fame that 66 yard field goal for to break the the record that matt prater had which is funny because he tried for a 68 yard yarder that caused that you know that play um which i just think is really funny and interesting um but yeah i think it makes the games more interesting because they come down to the wire it's tense and it's just ex- exhilarating and it's the epitome of the thrill of victory and the agony and agony of defeat, but most importantly, it shows how much kickers matter in both kickers fantasy, matter.
0: Hashtag.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I cannot wait to tweet that. I'm on <laughs> you guys' side now just because of the <laughs> hashtag. <laughs> All right. And my love for this week. I got two actually. One NFL Red Zone. NFL Red Zone was free this week. So, shout out to them if you don't already. If you don't already pay, uh, shout out to Red Zone for having it free for this week. So that was a lot of fun for me to watch because I don't actually have it, and it is the best way to watch football on Sundays while it's happening live. But my real love, giving someone advice and it actually works. Oh, when you feel I good? Told, yeah, yeah, I told a coworker, "Hey, start the Denver Broncos defense," because he was asking me right before I started work. Hey. What defense should I play? I told him to start the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos pitched a shutout, went off. Unfortunately, he was playing against me in the work league, so he did beat me. But I'd rather I think I'd rather help the listener win than win my own fantasy. I got a new Twitter follower because of that. I, hey. I said start Aaron Madison, which is pretty
0: easy advice. And he said over Javante Williams, gave him the gave him the, the stats. Javante scored. I was like, oh man, I look kind of stupid. And then Alexander Madison went for 171 total yards. So I was like, yeah.
1: he followed me. Yeah. That worked out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's what's up. Ryan also texted me uh Sunday morning. Hey, Mike Williams or CEH? And I said, Mike Williams, and that worked out. I felt yeah. good about that one. CH scored early, and I was like, ooh, I might have made the wrong choice, but Mike Williams showed up. So all
2: right. I mean on to Mike.
1: No, no, we're gonna we're gonna save save the hates. But let's move on, Jonathan Taylor. You got lucky, <laughs> buddy. You got
0: lucky. <laughs> You're about to get roasted. Let's move on <laughs> to
1: our waiver wire for week three. Going into week four, who are your top three waiver wire ads for this week? Remember, got to be rostered in 33 percent or fewer leagues.
0: Y'all just want to stay together. Our number one. Okay. One, two,
1: three. Chubba Hubbard. (laughs) Yeah. Pretty obvious one. He is 11.3% rostered, running back for the Carolina Panthers. As we talked about earlier, Christian McCaffrey suffered a hamstring injury and will miss some time. A few weeks, we don't know. One week, two weeks, three weeks. He's not going on IR, so hopefully it won't be too long. But Chubba Hubbard carried the load, getting 11 carries to Royce Freeman's five. He also played on 29 more snaps than freeman and got way more targets i think uh royce freeman Stop. only had one hey we're not talking about the job <laughs> <laughs> the targets matter all right targets sharing matters uh so yeah cheva hubbard gonna be the guy behind McCaffrey looks and while he's not cmc he did finish as the RB27 in week 3. He's definitely worth the add and the at least a stash start, on you. Are team. you
0: starting him? Are you, would you start Chuba
1: because it, when they
0: when CMC left, it felt like their offense kind of bogged down
1: for a little bit. It did. And that's why I don't I don't know if I start him.
2: Um but I I will say he did he like i agree with you that it, they kind of stalled a little bit but i think as the game progressed they did start to look a little better It's, it's versus the cowboys yeah at dallas at dallas he uh, looked good today um, and looked
0: good versus the chargers too
2: yeah i think I, I think it depends on who you have but um it, it also he also has another week to prepare as opposed to coming into the you know the game um un, unprepared quote unquote um but i also i think it's really important that he both catches and runs
0: would yeah. you pick up Royce Freeman if Chuba was already picked up, or if he, no, no, nothing? No. just in case he gets hurt. Nah, okay.
1: not not worth it. I wouldn't
0: either. All right, you that game.
1: Who's got another uh, waiver wire ad here? Who's number two on your guys's list? I'll go.
0: Okay, the best the best running back in San Francisco. I already told you, Kyle Uchuck, point six percent. Listen, I don't trust Chase Sermon. And I don't trust Kyle Kyle Shanahan. But what I do trust is that it seemed like on the two-minute drill and on third down, Kyle Juszczyk was in. He had dependable hands. They had, I think, the same amount of touches. And I know Trey Summer picked it up in the second half because in the first half, I think he only had two touches in general. But I believe Kyle Juszczyk is a guy that if Elijah Mitchell was out again, you could actually – on your team and maybe even flex him because I think he'll score again. He wasn't just out here getting a little dump offs. He was running slants and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah. It he's, was he was involved. He has a chance of getting in the end zone. The only reason he's not on my list is I don't trust anyone in that San Francisco backfield. I you never know who is going to be the hot hand there. And so I'm just staying away. He he would be on my list, but not in this top three. My number two, Denver Broncos wide receiver, Tim Patrick. He's 14% roster right now. He's the wide receiver 25 through the first three weeks. He scored a touchdown in the first two weeks, and then he had 98 receiving yards in week three. Tim Patrick is running 73.3% of the offensive snaps, while the number one wide receiver, Cortland Sutton, is running 77.7%. So just barely over what Tim Patrick is running. He's out on the field. He's catching touchdowns. Now, KJ Hamler's out. That only means Tim Patrick will get more targets.
2: Go get him, pick him up. I'm telling you,
1: he, he needs to be
2: rostered. Uh, but definitely a potential candidate for uh, Mr. Consistent. Mm, definitely. So, He's going to get you those
1: 10, 13 points every single week.
2: And a key aspect of Mr. Consistent is being able to do the same while also not getting a touchdown. So if you can get enough yards without getting a touchdown and get, end up with the amount of points that you did when you did get a touchdown, then that's a good sign. Hmm. And plus, yeah, the, the news as unfortunate it is as it is for KJ Hamler is good for Tim Patrick and Cortland Sutton. Yes. So I, I 100% agree with this, even though I don't have them on my list for whatever reason, I, I also, I second that motion. Yeah,
1: Tim and. Patrick, and-
2: uh, Jerry Judy will be back at some
1: point, so maybe it, I don't know, but maybe you could trade a uh, trade high on Tim Patrick after in a couple of weeks here.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Would you start Tim Patrick versus the Ravens next week as a flex play?
1: I think he's a, he's a flex option. I don't know; it depends who you, who you have on your team because the Ravens are pretty good. Their secondary is a little banged up. They haven't looked the greatest, but.
2: They're still a really good team. It also will be the toughest team they have faced so far. Mm, True. So it'll be a good test for that offense and defense. All right, Keone, who's number two on your waiver wire? So um, let's go with uh, if if you're feeling some quarterback woes, you know, you have a like a Ben Roethlisberger or a a Matt Ryan or somebody or I don't know if it uh, Justin Fields or. Somebody who might not be—I uh, go with Sam Darnold because they're three and zero, and this is the—it's f- three and zero for the first time in his career, and it's also the first time that team has been three and zero since they uh, went fifteen and one and made it to the Super Bowl. So I'm just letting you know, uh, both them and the Raiders are making the Super Bowl because <laughs> the last time John Gruden was three and zero, I think I believe he won the Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm so that is look, correct yeah um, that's an early 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 call cardinals raiders who would have thought um uh i'm just kidding but if it does that's a <laughs> no, it's you too late. here <laughs> no you're you
0: you can not just kidding that you if, if that's official that's your pick
2: well all right then i gotta sure i stick with it oh that's the odds are stick with hey it's a long shot but you know uh, I just think he's he's pretty consistent. He's had at least two touchdowns in each of the games, and he seems to be getting a little bit more comfortable out there. And it's not like they faced bad teams. So, I mean, they, ha- they have faced bad teams, like in the Texans, but still, I-, I think they're a better team than anybody would have thought going into this, um, this season. And so I think you can get him. He's only 9% rostered. And so, yeah, Sam Darnold.
1: Huh. I like it. I'll go next because this is another player that we have told you to pick up here. Christian Kirk, he's still under that 33% uh, threshold mark. He is 22.4% rostered. Again, the wide receiver for the Arizona Cardinals. Eight targets, seven receptions, 104 yards. He finished as the wide receiver 19 on the week. And on the season, he's the wide receiver thirteen. I've said it in the past, Christian Kirk is touchdown dependent, but he has proven otherwise in week three. He's out there balling. He's still third on his team in snaps, playing in, on only 58% of them, but, but there's just so many weapons on this offense that he's, he's still going to be on the field, has a chance to score, has a chance to get the yards, get the targets, as we can see here now. So he's definitely worth the stash, needs to be rostered in more leagues.
0: I agree with that. Um, it's just hard to pick between, you just, you don't know if it's a Rondell Moore week, uh, a yeah. John Hopkins week, an A.J. Brown week, or Christian Kirk week. It, you're going to take a chance by starting him, but you, he should be rostered in every league by now.
1: Yeah. Brian, uh, can, London, give yeah, us yeah
0: I'll last. do my last one. Uh, Gio, uh, Gio and I, Bernard. However you say his name? Uh, <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, on week three, he had nine touches, all all uh, receptions. He still outtouched Ronald Jones by four, and still outtouched Leonard Fournette by two. And Leonard Fournette and Ronald Jones had rushing attempts. Gio did not rush the ball and still had more touches than both of them. Uh, I know he had he said he had a slight MCL sprain, so obviously he might not play but this could be a layer layer uh later in the year type of stash because if he's like this if he's part of this passing offense then then he could score every week i mean this is a new james white james white was very dependable for fantasy and i know we all again would we'll say it all together bruce arian's a bitch <laughs> i understand that concept right so you don't know week to week but Tom Brady is going to pick the guy he wants in. Yep. And if, if Gio is a good pass blocker who can handle in pass protection and can get out and run some routes and actually have dependable hands, he will be the guy playing.
1: The exact reason I told you to throw that dart on your, one, of, one of your last picks to go get Giovanni Bernard. Because mm-hmm. on the in the fact that he turns into that James White role, going to be fantasy relevant. And we've seen it here now. He seems to be in that James White role for this Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense. I like it. There is the injury that I was going to talk about, but you covered it. Uh, he might not be able to play this week, but stash him for later in the season. Keone, who is your third waiver wire ad?
2: Um, I, it was Giovanni Bernard as well, but I oh. uh, Ryan covered that so eloquently um, besides the, his name, but <laughs> uh, you know, I, it's he. Uh, he's only in 11.9% rosters. Yes, Bruce Arians is a bitch, but he showed that he's performing better than both Leonard Fournette, who I said was not going to do well and he didn't. So, um, and then Ronald Jones. So if he's going to do better than that, I feel like Bruce Arians is going to be is put, is going to put the hot hand in. And so if he's going to outperform them, why not play him? And, but anyways, so get Giovanni Bernard, but also um, I'm going to go with somebody who I also, I think said to get last week uh, and he's still not uh, among the, you know, 33% threshold. I'm going to go with Hunter Renfro, hmm. of the Las Vegas Raiders. My
0: list. Yeah, great PPR play.
2: Yep. Yes, um, because that team, as I said, that team is throwing the ball a lot. Uh, I think uh, Derek Carr has thrown for at least 380 yards in each of his three games, which is ridiculous. It's almost kind of like DAC levels of stuff when he had last year in those first five games, that pace. And so if they're going to be throwing the ball that much and getting that many yards his all his receivers are going to benefit from it and uh Hunter Renfro is benefiting from it so he not he might not be uh Henry Ruggs or Darren Waller but you know he's he's an efficient guy who he, you can play in your flex so Hunter Renfro he's out there absolutely I agree with that 100
1: is there anyone that you guys couldn't get on the list because they're over 33 rostered that people should Cordell be needs to
0: be on every roster and on every roster every roster <laughs> sorry <laughs> or, or, <laughs> roster in every league no, he's no. only he's he still needs to be under, on every
1: roster <laughs> well i mean i'll take him right now on all my roster
0: <laughs> i'll tell you that i'm sorry but he's less than 60 percent rostered it's crazy he is like one of matt ryan's favorite targets mm-hmm. he led them in receiving yards this week
1: He's he's balling out out there. Um, Ryan, you mentioned Zach Moss earlier. I think Zach Moss is definitely worth the stash. You don't know whether it's going to be Singletary, whether it's going to be Moss. But Zach Moss looked really good this week. So definitely worth the stash. Uh, Again, Tony Pollard. 62.9% 62.9% rostered he's still out there in some leagues he needs to be picked up and probably played like Ryan said Naheem Hines for the Indianapolis Colts he's 68% rostered so these guys are still out there in a third of leagues or so
2: Derek Carr so
1: Derek Carr I don't know
2: as, as yeah, much yeah. as I hate to say it I think he's like 40 something around the 40 something mark but it's so people listened to me last week about that so or whatever uh so that's good but. <laughs> or whatever you know I can't contribute that to to me, but um, I did talk about him last week. But, yeah, Derek Uh, Carr. Yeah, I think you can. No, I think also Kirk Cousins,
0: another guy. Oh, yes. And he's actually 33%. Yeah. uh, So, he actually fits our marker, but he's the fifth-ranked quarterback right now.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Go go snatch uh,
2: Kirk Cousins. For sure, yeah. Kirk Cousins, love him.
1: Anyone else for you, Kenny, that –
2: I, uh, Derek Carr is in 50% of leagues. So I just want to clarify that. But still, you can get him in one of every two leagues. So get him. He's doing 380 and two touchdowns each game. Anyone you guys are dropping drop candidates this week?
0: Um, oh, long list over here. I dropped Ronald Alan Jones. Lazard.
1: Oh, drop Alan Lazard. Yeah, get rid of him. I dropped Ron. I'm going to drop Ronald Jones. Mm hmm. Producer Ian says Robbie Anderson. How do you guys feel about dropping Robbie Anderson?
0: Can't drop him, but I wouldn't. You can't play him. I. Don't, he's he's. I yes. almost. Said, I actually said on Twitter he is pretty close to, as to drop Kenny as you can. The Without actually being. Me home? Hold, yeah, he, the pride <laughs> would make me make it hold on, but hey. uh, Ty Johnson's the guy I'm dropping. Damian Williams, all these guys that were kind of like backups. Yep. I thought maybe the a little time share. They're not getting none.
1: Um uh. huh. that's and that's pretty good. So um yeah, that'll do it for our waiver wire. Hopefully you guys uh it helps you guys out. Go pick up some of those players. If you guys have any questions, waiver wire ads drops, send us uh send them over. Instagram day underscore dreamer media, twitter, ffdaydreamers, dm us on either of those, we'll answer you guys' questions. Uh yeah. You guys have anything to plug?
0: Uh Aaron's waiver wire article, which comes Aaron. out tomorrow.
1: Good. working can you find that? At
0: daydreamer.com. Daydreamermedia.com. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, come on, bruh. I haven't I haven't said to one of
1: these in a minute. You know, I was messing up. 50 <laughs> uh uh Keone, you got anything? We got yeah, we got articles coming out Tuesdays and Fridays. On the website, daydreamermedia.com. We also post them on uh, links to them on Twitter, so you guys
2: can find them on Twitter.
1: Keone, anything?
2: Um, I gotta I gotta go plug that damn from earlier. That's yeah, it. good.
1: <laughs> uh, the Patreon. If you guys have any extra funds, it would uh, appreciate we would appreciate uh, any any donations over to us, Daydream Media, over there. We also are on Twitch. Need a couple more subscribers for Twitch or followers so that way we can get subscribers. So Twitch, Daydreamer Media, shouts out to the Twitch fam. Uh, Yeah. Like and subscribe wherever you guys get your podcast. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, tell a friend. It really helps. Now let's do it for today's episode. You guys got to remember, stay dreaming. Stay dreaming.
0: Kickers matter. Hashtag stay dreaming.